Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? Come on. You and I rocking out with Iron Man, F.E. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever it's happening out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about, you know that winners win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp, let the ball blast. Boom, Champ and the Tramp, episode 23. If you hear Roger breathing heavy, he was bending over trying to fix the cord. <laughs> I don't have any wind these days. You got to fucking start training. I was, I was talking to a buddy of mine. He's like, does Roger train? I'm like, man, he used to train. He used to. Yeah. You uh, don't even hit pads. Just hit pads. Because I don't want to look like an idiot. But... What do you mean you don't want to look like an idiot? <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? Because I haven't hit pads. Since... So what? All right. All right. I'll train. So what? Done to I'll do train. in front of people. We're going to a little gym. Okay. Hit pads. What nights you you got everything right here? And what nights you want me to come over? Yeah, <laughs> nights. But you hit the bag. Okay, what nights? What, what, night. Hey, we we have a pre session before oh, this. All no right. one. All right, work up a little sweat. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I got to do it before because we always have a few drinks. I'd be drunk. Yeah, working out. Here. Have you ever done that? Mm-mm. You've never went to the gym, lifted like with a with a buzz on. Nope. I say a lot of the the big fucking pro bodybuilder dudes. A lot of them, well, Rich Piano, I guess is a good example, do coke before they work out. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I don't think it's probably good to do any drug before you work out, but I mean. You have to say that for the kids, Frank. No, 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 (laughs) seriously. I mean, I don't think doing any alcohol or a fucking substance like that's going to help you out. Well, uh, remember. But I I would say, I I think coke, if you're looking for like a a pump and a energy, I could get, it makes sense, coke, you know. It's the best pre-workout you can do, I would think. But you know, I do know people that were were opiate addicts and they would love doing opiate and going for like long fucking runs. No shit. Think about it, you're you're fucking, you don't feel nothing, you feel numb, you just fucking rip probably. True, true, true. Um, Ronnie Coleman, very straight edge guy, you know, what, Mr. Olympia like seven times or something like that, but before he ever you know, got into like the top ten. I think he couldn't figure out why he wasn't placing. I saw this on his documentary, and uh, well, I forget who. Again, I suck with names once I get down here. But there was another pro bodybuilder who was highly ranked, and Ronnie went to his room, you know, in the hotel, and was like, "Why can't I place, man? Why can't I place?" And he's like, "You got to relax, man. You don't relax. Have a drink." Ronnie's like, "I never drank ever. I, I don't drink. I don't want that poison in my body." Had some vodka start, and he played his next day. He, he did a show and placed. Ah. so yeah, I don't know if it dehydrated. Oh, I'm sure that was a little uh, yeah, yeah. coincidence. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm sure. That dude's a freak, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't was this thing with a little weight, small weight, or something like that? What's this thing? No, uh, what the hell was this thing? Uh, lightweight, baby. Lightweight, lightweight, yeah, lightweight, yeah, lightweight yeah, baby. Lightweight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, lightweight, baby. I, uh, um. Who's uh who's the guy? Still your motherfucking set. Oh my god, CT, CT Fletcher, bro. CT Fletcher, man. Uh, yeah. He's he got actually, a podcast, I think. Uh he may, he yeah. may. I follow him on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, we, I spoke to him a little bit actually. Yeah, he, uh, he gave me a little video for one of my fights. A guy I work with, a dietitian, uh, uh guy Tyler Mitten, I work with. He um he's he heard me listening to one of his motivational things. You know, when I was cutting weight, yeah. so he hit him up. I guess he knows his, his son. He hit him up. So before one of my fights, he's like. He's like, it's still your motherfucking set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's cool Don't you feel like when any of those guys come out, C.T. Fletcher, for example, when he first came on the scene, you know, kind of, also my buddy Robert Frank, who does, you know. Yeah, yeah. Robert Frank and I yeah. are cool. We have Robert on one day. We should. We should. But He's like when they come fun. out and they have a stick, right? They have a, a thing. like A you know, stick or a stick? A stick. Yeah. A stick. A stick, <laughs> stick, whatever. Um, But they do. It's at the time. It's so interesting because it's new. It's like fresh, and then 
you know, like C.T. Fletcher, I used to watch, I used to go to the gym and watch all his videos, you know what I mean? Fucking watch all of his shit, screaming at people, like fucking, yeah. you can't, you can't overtrain arms, you fucking, every day is arm day, you know, screaming mm-hmm. at, and he would get you so pumped, so motivated, I probably haven't watched him in two years because I feel like I heard everything he had to say. You yeah, know? Like well, it's I, I think he's different. He's a little different now because well, right, of what he happened. Had a heart, attack. A heart yeah, transplant, yeah, bro. Right, he's, a, right, right. he's a woman's heart in him, he says. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look the same. He doesn't look great, man. He no, doesn't he doesn't look, look bad. He, I think his new thing, he's like, I'm going to get abs again. That's really? He's working to get abs. I, I, hey, that guy says he's going to do it. I bet he fucking yeah, does it. Probably. Man. Probably. His son's a beast. His son yeah. trains now, too. But. Uh, yeah, there was nobody that could pump you up for the gym like him. Nobody. I mean, he just. I am the one. Yeah, the way he dude, screams that's, dude, at you. Great, it's great. He's, that's what I mean, you, you listen to it. You listen to it like yeah. I am the one. You know, it, it's all positive affirmations, and I'm the motherfucker they told you to worry about. But he he dude, was money. He was a, a power lifter or started out. You know, I think I think he said he ate like something like 13 whoppers a day or something. Yeah, which is part of the reason he had such heart issue. But mm, wow, he, shit, he was like right. 350 pounds power lifter, bro. He set all kinds of power lifting records. And then he got jacked and in shape, and then he became like this motivational gym guy, and that's that's where he really got more recognition. Mm-hmm. You know, he set a ton of records. He's as a Compton, power lifter. Compton, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, were you into bodybuilding when, as a kid? No, bro. I, Not at I, all? I, I'm. I first of all, you weren't into like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff like that, no, though. I mean, did I know who he was? Did yeah, I look up to him. Yeah, I, mean, I wasn't. I wasn't like a bodybuilder. I had bodybuilding. I magazines, didn't have a gym anywhere near me. You didn't bro. care about lifting weights. I had a gym. No, when did you start lifting weights? When I moved to Jersey. So what, how old? Eighteen. Twenty. Wow. Well, no, I moved here at twenty-three. <clears throat> And I think I joined my first gym at like 27. So you've never before that lifted weights? Never for for like sports? Well, that's not true. I used to get in a car with a couple buddies back growing up in Maine when I was maybe like 21. There was a a Winter Harbor Navy base. It was probably like a 35-minute ride. And they had a little gym, kind of like almost like a YMCA gym inside the Navy base. And my buddy Mark, his dad, was was worked on the Navy base so he could get us a pass to go in and work out. But... You drive thirty five minutes with you know like four of us would jump in Mark's Jeep and go and I had no idea what I was doing and those guys were in pretty good shape and you know they would kind of but I was not an avid lifter I only started lifting weights for girls bro that's it I moved to Jersey I was like man I used to I used to have you know decent game in Maine pull some talent you know but I was a stick I was a little you know fucking bean pole. Bean pole. I had no size or weight to me at all. And uh, you move down here, and you're a little fish in a big pond down here, and everybody's jacked. So I figured it out. You know, it didn't take me long. I put two and two together. I was like, listen, girls want big, jacked, tan, you know, Guido looking dudes. So I fit the mold because I wanted the hot chicks. So I I went out and got tan, jacked, and, you know, joined the gym. But it took me three or four years to figure that out. I was 23, I think 27. I joined KS Fitness, maybe twenty seven, twenty eight, something like crazy. that. Crazy! I've, I've yeah. been lifting weights since I'm a freshman in high school. Like, really? re- probably you, my sophomore year regularly. How come you never grow? I know you. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Honestly, if if you told me when I was thirteen, fourteen, like you're gonna not stop lifting weights <laughs> for thirty fucking years or whatever, twenty four years on top of this, well, your body, I would think I'm a monster. <laughs> what yeah, the hell happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your body's a fucking machine, though, bro. Your body's like a just a. It's just a work machine, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's different. You didn't. You never no, no, really I, lifted. Too, but no, I, I, when I when I was in high school, though, yeah, I wanted to get muscles. Come on, yeah, but you how? Know? You were you were a pretty good wrestler in high school. Yeah, I did. But uh, you know, wrestling muscles season, muscles but, equal weight. You had to. Yeah, but listen. So during wrestling season, you're sucked out. You're sucked out. After wrestling season, you boom, you blow up. You gain like you know. Plus, you're you're growing, going from you right, know. Right. I started out 
at 119, then I went to 130. You know what I mean? So you, Any, you get bigger as you go. Anybody ever tap you on the shoulder in the, in the locker room and be like, hey, man, I can get you big. You want some? No, no. You live in Jersey. I had friends. I, like I said, I had friends that, that did steroids, and no. I, I would give it to them, you no, know? So never. I could, I've never wanted, no. What do you mean? Give it to him. Shoot him. I would shoot. I would shoot the fucking thing in his shoulder. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and then, like fucking the needle would bend. I'm like, dude, I don't think it's going in, my man. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, but now I never wanted to do it. That's good, man. Yeah. That's good. I did, you know, maybe when, maybe when I'm older. Yeah. Your age. <laughs> Bro- Growth is what you should do when you. I don't older. know. That's I hear yes and no. Every, nobody's really doing growth anymore. Everybody's doing the the new shit. Um, What's the new stuff? Oh fuck! What's the hot off the press, there, Raj? Oh, every time you ask me something, I can't think of it. Listen, um, it's, it's any time I ask you something. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you mean? <laughs> All right, I'll come back to it. I'll think of it in a minute. Is it the peptides? You peptides. About? That's you what go. I'm trying to I'll think of. Yeah, yeah, peptides. Peptides. I'll tell you. Which is sort of related. Isn't that like a precursor to growth, to growth sort of, or something yep, like that? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. I've never done it. People say it's better than growth, so I don't know. Hmm. Never done peptides. I just did the normal DECA testosterone sus. D-ball? Ethanate, yeah, yeah shit, back yeah. in the day, yeah. I did D-ball a couple times. It just gives you water weight. Just, but when's it, I remember growing up, Winstrel was the cut you up, Winstrel cut I've you never, up. I've never taken a cutter, ever. I should, because I'm fat right now, but I've never taken a cutter, ever. I always wanted to get bigger, so I was like, why do I want to take a cutter? But yeah, Winstrel's... It's water based. It's not too evasive on your system. You know, so it's like not, what the other ones are oil based. Oil based. Yeah. No, that yeah. way they, people break out and shit from that. Right. From, right. Yeah. I'm, I don't want it to break out, bro. Depends on what you're taking. It depends on how your body reacts. There's people that take it that get no side effects at all, and there's people that get bad side effects. You know. But you see these ice balls. Got a shout out to my man Roland from Atlantic Physical Therapy. The only thing, the only thing bad with them rolling is my my glass holds a lot less liquid now. <laughs> I'm have to keep filling up. up. Here. There you go. But they are pretty cool. Look at that. See? So. <clears throat> Let's talk UFC 249. Yeah, buddy. we got it. Definitely talk. Dude. We, we, I phenomenal. Gotta, I have Phenomenal yep. fucking card, bro. Phenomenal card. And, start to finish. And like, yo, it's what we needed. It's what we needed, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect yep. timing. Um, I watched every. That's probably. I mean, I always watch them. Always have them in the background. That's like the first time I really watched every single fight. Yeah, no. I try to think of any. Well. I guess you could say the Nagano fight was a little disappointing because it, well, it was literally over it when it started, but I kind of figured that was going to happen. Remember, I, I we, you and I that, wouldn't actually. bet on that because we yeah, both, so hard we, to bet we both said Nagano was going to win that. And yeah, I mean, dude, well, and plus, anytime you're betting heavyweights, man, you never know what could happen. But yeah, that that was pretty uh, pretty impressive. He's literally walked him down. Yep, yeah, he did. He the guy's got, you know, got a circle. I don't know what you shoot on him, circle. Yeah. got to do something. You can't back out five steps in a row. Eventually, you're going to hit with something. Yep. Yeah, he, he, bro, he still didn't hit him as hard as as I've seen him hit people before. But he, uh, Dude, he turned him out. He turned at, him off at, with one punch. That left hook. Yeah, that look like all those other punches didn't land, and then boom, left hook dropped. Alistair Overeem oh, punch is oh, where he took his head off, dude. Yeah, his, his the back like of his head cap, touched yeah. his spine, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Now Alistair's so, got a fight coming up. Uh, Saturday, right? I think, yeah, it, I think Saturday. It's Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. This fight's tomorrow too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wednesday. Um, let's go. So, what, so what, I lost. Let's talk about it. Let's you talk did. about. You lost. You let's lost. Talk about, I got to paint guys. People that don't know, Frankie and I had a bet. He lost the first time we ever bet on UFC. We always do. We always pick three fights where some fights we just absolutely agree on. We're not going to bet against each other, but we always find three in the card that we can bet on. Makes it you know best out of three. 
Last time we we did this, Frankie lost. He had to dress up like a little sailor boy. The deal yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to dress each other. This time yeah, I he lost. Picked, he picked that, by the way. I did, but okay. I, but I and raced. he also picked this one too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, you pick next one. Yeah, so yeah you know you want, agree you... to it. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, the deal was we have to go get a full mani pedi with pink nails and pink toenails, pink fingernails, which I will absolutely do. The problem is, there's no. You know, nail salons open. Um, I can get Danielle to do it tomorrow and come in here with, but I know he's not going to be happy with that. So I'll just wait till a nail salon opens and I'll be happy to go do it. But I lost, so you're going to see Roger with pink nails in here very soon. He's excited. Well, here we go again. He's here excited. we go again. Here we go again. I'm going to wear a dress too, just know. you know. Oh, listen, so. I, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Um, so yeah, so you so you lost. So you lost. What fight did you pick? Uh well I definitely lost uh Stevens versus uh Cater. Cater yeah. looked good, man. <laughs> really He's good. a Boston kid. I didn't realize yep. that. He looked good. Yep. Never hate another kid that's uh I believe a Boston kid, correct me if I'm wrong, and I didn't I really didn't know much about him. I was so impressed with him was that thug nasty kid. That Brazilian jiu-jitsu fucking No, he fought a guy from the oh, Boston. He fought? Area. Okay. Yeah, he's Bro. from like Arkansas. Oh, is he? He Dude. didn't sound like he's from Boston, did he? D- was you that? didn't hear him talk? No, I didn't hear him talk. Oh, I guess bro, I he's country it. as hell. Is he? Is yeah. that the guy you were talking about? Yeah. This country as hell? He wants Dude. to want my camo shorts. I tweeted. I said, give the man his shorts. Bro, <laughs> he looks so good, man. The other kid was, you could tell the other kid was good. He just never got a chance to get off because he couldn't get him off his back. He couldn't, he couldn't, the kid just kept taking him down Every single time, but yeah, the, he's the, impressed, dude. He almost got the twister. Tw- tw- that would be the first time in history that ever happened, right? No, um, twice to win by oh, twice. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He yeah. got yeah. Well, it only happened one other time, and him. Was it only one other time? Okay. Korean zombie yeah, got Korean somebody. Zombie, I thought got somebody. And then yeah, I think yeah, he yeah. got it, and then yeah. 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 But he he was in the position to get it about he was. ten times. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Quite, quite a bit, quite a bit. I mean, he's that good on the ground. The kid is he that must good. be because that kid Rose is no no pushover. No, that's man. what he's I keep good. hearing. Yeah, that's what I keep so. hearing. He's no pushover, but he's gonna be uh, fun to watch. Yep, he's yep. funny. Uh, you know, he eats squirrel and shit. He eats what? Squirrel? Really? Yeah, no that's what I heard him saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so yeah, who who else? Uh, obviously, the main card. Which listen, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. This this is this is the one I was fairly confident in. I actually picked Tony. If I had to like bet. My kids or money or my house or whatever, I would have picked Khabib when it was Khabib versus Tony. But I said, I kept saying, Tony's going to give Khabib his best run of anybody Khabib's ever fought. Holy fucking shit did Go- Gaethje look That's incredible. Incredible, bro. Now I can't wait to see Gaethje fight Khabib. You know, um, bro, I, th- I, but you have to give Tony credit for having an uh, iron chin. Absolutely. Gaethje what? sleeps people, bro. Oh, sleeps everybody. Gaethje put it on him every round, and and Tony took it, but literally just looked like an amateur in there. I, well, I never, wouldn't say he looked like an amateur, but yeah, he I would have never he, thought that would he, happen. Uh, I mean, did I think it would go that way? I thought he was going to put him away earlier. If I, I, I obviously I picked Gaethje, yep, I thought yep. I thought the way he would win is if he, if he put him away earlier. And dude, he kept his composure. That's not like so him usually. Good. Usually, he rocks someone, yep, and he's yep, like, "Oh, yep. I'm going to fucking kill him." Yep. And dude, he just did never once right. went out of character. Kept you know stayed Smooth. stayed. Uh, but that's what winners do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been kind of yep. excelling as yep. he's gone. And uh, now I I heard him say, and I should have looked up looked this up before we came down here, so I looked looked like I knew what I was talking about. He did lose two fights because I heard his corner say to him at the end of the fourth, "Listen, don't get complacent. This is how you lost twice. You got complacent. Don't get complacent." Yeah. Who who are the two people he lost to? He lost to the Underground King, my man Eddie Alvarez. Oh, right, 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 right. And then he lost to Dustin Poirier. But uh, I mean, both 
those fights were incredible, oh, yep, yep. incredible yep, fights. Yep. I mean, you know, right, right. They all took damage, and uh, yeah, I'm fixing the mic here, but yeah, um, he's dude, he's gotten better. He's he, gotten better. He, he, he really, really has. has. Now, now I'm you excited, know? and and I mean that says a lot when you get the interim belt and you literally take it off and throw it away and say I'll wait for the real one. That's that's some brass cojones. Yeah, right he's there. a real dude, man. He, he's a real he, deal. he came out here and um and trained with me for for a little Did bit, he? helped me out for uh. I was getting ready for Cub Swanson back in 2014. Uh, by the way, one of my favorite fights of yours, maybe not, maybe maybe even my favorite. It's really where you excelled and showed the ground and pound game that you have. You know what yeah, I mean? You just yeah. kept taking him down and pounding him. I'm having trouble with this mic here, my man. Yeah, well, it's making a lot of noise, but it's a good time to fix it. Know, right, right in the middle oh, of the podcast. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Okay, I'm off. <laughs> I thought that thing when Frazier was in here, I thought that thing was going to fall out. He ate that mic like 10 times, and he kept grabbing it, moving around. I was like, it's going to fall out of there. <laughs> but, he did all right. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. You got it. Um, what about Cejudo and Cruz? What do you think? You think that stop- what do you think about the stoppage? Oh, man. Uh, Cruz was pissed. Did you hear the way he was talking to the to the ref? I mean, he was Yes, like, I understand. I, listen, listen, you know. I want I want to go completely out, and I haven't I haven't done that in it either. You but know, it's rare. But, it's but rare I, you know, I never complain. No, I know, I know, and they're not supposed to. You know, right. I mean, they, they they're there to save in a sense. I would have liked seeing it go a little more. I think mm-hmm. he I would have liked seeing, but I I could see you watch the replay. He guys dropped pretty bad with the knee. He's about to get up. He hits him, dude. His head dropped. His head like kind of eleven dropped. Times. His eleven. Head, but his head dropped uh, when he was on the before he stepped. It was about to step up. His head dropped down. That's when the ref went in. Yeah. So you know, and he's blaming the ref and saying, uh, "I don't know if you've seen this." He's like, "He smelled the alcohol and cigarettes." I'm like, "Bro, no, he didn't. Like, don't fucking no, put that on this shit, guy." Yeah, yeah, you know, or, he maybe smelled like cigarettes. He smokes. Right, I don't know, right, but right, right. he didn't smell like alcohol, bro. Come on, right, right, don't right. say that. Like, you're gonna. This guy can't. You know, they're uh, gonna go after this guy. I see it both ways, and and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this about Dominic Cruz. I truly, truly think he's one of the best commentators there is. He he knows the game inside and out. He's very well spoken. Um, you know, he he comes from such a place of professionalism when he's commentating. Uh, I was excited to see his fight. Obviously, I, I picked Cejudo, but I'm wondering if he was commentating and that same thing happened, what he would say. You know what I mean? I, I don't right, think right, right, I don't right. think he would be as critical as he no, was being a fighter. Not. I don't think he'd be no. like, "Hey, it's the ref, it's, it's, you're competitive. Right, you want right, you want you right, want." He right, he, right. I get it. He wanted that that, uh, he, and he felt like he was coherent. Maybe he was. Kept saying, "If I'm getting up, give me the benefit know, of the doubt. If I'm getting but up, like I said, his right, head kind of right. dropped. And dude, it's it's so in real time, it's so quick. Right. For these refs, and look, I, oh, by the I, way, I would always like to get put away completely. By but the for way, him, for him to say that uh, the dude smelled like alcohol, yeah, like, yeah. fucked up. The other guy's been there by all day. He ain't drinking nothing. I didn't hear that. But by the way, they they referenced you. They referenced you during that fight. Did you hear it? Uh, they said they said you know, uh, uh, a lot of times." Refs do step in too early and stop fights too early, but there's examples like Edgar versus, mm. um, you know, uh, yeah. the bully. Right. That, that was a perfect example of they gave the fighter the benefit of the doubt when he came back and actually won that fight. You know what I mean? When you fought right. Greg Maynard, you know? So, yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, like, I, I would always love the benefit of the doubt. Right. But that's, you know, the refs in a tough spot. Mm. And you can just be like, listen, I don't agree with him. I think it was wrong. Right. That's fine. But then. Refs take a there. lot of shit, too, when they let it go too long. Yeah. You know well, I mean? no, I know. That's why they're they're in a tough spot. Right, right. You know. Um, Personally, I, I think it was a fair stoppage. It was 11 unanswered blows. 11. Yeah, I don't, you know think, it was, I mean? I don't think it was a bad stoppage. I don't no. think it was a bad no. stoppage. I, I, I would have liked to seen it go longer. I really would have. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, and the same thing. I can see why, why Cruz upset, but not sit there and fuck mm. with this guy like that. It's not like it's not like 
Cruz was winning until that happened. Cruz was losing. You yeah, know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. So. He was losing. Suda looked good. Suda looked good. go with the leg kicks. What do you think, that's uh, what you got to do. What do you think? Yeah, anybody that dances like that, especially you, you've got to attack like legs, guys that are have great footwork, but... What uh, do you think? Do you think Cejudo actually will really? Drives me nuts when guys retire. BJ Penn retired 17 times. Drives me nuts when guys retire and they don't actually retire. Do you think he's actually retired? I don't. No. I do think he probably wants to because he wants more money. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll get more money out of it and come back. Or maybe he'll just be like, ah, what am I doing? I might as well fight. Is, now that was his last fight on his contract? I have no idea. No idea. I, I don't think so. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes it, it makes it a little more. No, how's that work? Uh, but, go it, ahead, sorry. I'm saying it makes it, it makes people want to see him more. You know, it makes maybe a little more bargaining power. Or Dana, you know, Dana, Dana would be like, all right, see you later, buddy. Right, yeah, that's how Dana is. <laughs> yeah. But how does it work if you know guys like George St. Pierre? I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, had fights on his contract, retired. As long as you stay away and you don't try to go to another organization, and you still have fights on your contract, they can't force you to come back and fight. No, they can't make you fight at right. all ever. Mm-hmm. They just pay you. They don't pay you out. I guess no. You only get paid when you fight. Right. So if you don't fight, you don't get paid. So if you have a five fight contract, you fight three fights. You at the end of your third say, "Fuck it, I'm retiring." Mm -hmm. You just don't get paid for the last two. You get a you get partial payout of your contract essentially. It's not like that because your your contract's only you you have to fight about you have to sign a bout agreement every single time. Your contract's a three fight deal, whatever four fight deal, but every bout every fight you sign a bout agreement. Ah, separate agreement. Yeah, so that's your pay. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then that's what you're negotiating your bout agreement, basically. Yeah, but you negotiate that in your contract beforehand, usually, unless you know circumstances where yeah, you want me to take this fight, I want this, you know. Gotcha. I gotcha. All right. So, yeah, um, I, but yeah, but um, he shouldn't retire. I mean, he, no, he's, he's been he's been killing it. He's uh, doing really uh, well. Arguably he's the best young. fighter. Yeah. He's young still, rather young, you know. Uh, oh, oh, but in the same token, he doesn't need to prove anything else. Yeah. He wants to walk away, and you know, after everything's accomplished, you can't deny him for that. But if he's, you know, I mean, dude, you've done like you know. If, we're not like NBA guys, NFL guys, pseudos, you know, not. Conor McGregor and not Khabib either, where it's like yo, he got to a point where he's probably making decent money. Mm-hmm. You might as well fight, man. You might as well go make some fucking well, I money. I think he man. will, though. I think yeah, he will. I, I mean, I think he will too. Yeah. I do too. I think that's just easy to say when you roll off a win like yeah. that. And you... But dude, that'd be a, that'd be a gangster way to go out. Part of the reason how, how about, that would be a gangster oh, way yeah. to go out, though. I always think I always yeah. think that guys stay in it too long. My favorite fighter of all time, Dan Henderson. I mean, I think he stayed in the game nah. maybe a little too long. You don't think so? Nah, I mean, nah. He, no. he dude, he. He almost. I mean, really. If you, some people think Bisping. he beat Bisping. I some think he people, beat Bisping. I don't know. It was close. It was yeah. close. But I mean, dude, if he won that, I mean, fuck you. How old was he? If you literally just nobody saw the fight and you just put them in the lineup and looked at their faces, who won yeah, that yeah, fight? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Bisping. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He had to get let out of the fucking ring with a C and I dog. Yeah. It was crazy. But um, yeah, uh, great fight card. I mean, it's just what we needed here. This is what the world needed because uh, I heard they, betting Vegas betting he was says the most ever, right? Th- that's what I heard. It was I imagine. Insane. I was thinking about that. I'm like, think about like people that bet yeah. that have like a gambling problem. Right. That like, are they going to withdraw? Like, how does it work for for addicts like that? You know what I mean? Like how drug addicts they go through withdrawal by like they get sick. What do gambling addicts do? Don't they? Are they don't, fucking betting on like fly say, races outside? Don't they or? just find something to bet on? I mean, bookies will take bets on anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like what? 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 Like fucking bet? Uh. Well, uh, uh, probably <clears throat> what? Probably just odds, political shit, maybe like. Could be that. Yeah. You know bet, I mean? bet, just yeah, odds. Yeah, yeah. Anything with odds, you know. Yeah, but what do you mean anything with odds? 
anything. Literally, will will tonight at the press conference will Trump fucking that, okay, will yeah, Trump that, say that, fake that, news? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Will he yeah, say yeah, the yeah, words fake right, news? Right. Let's. How much do you want to? You bet? think there's you know? a, a line for that? In times like this, yeah, I bet. I wonder. I wonder. I well, let's get in on it. I bet. Let's yeah. get in on yeah. it. You know. <laughs> All right. I'm down. I'm down. But no, like that's not what I do. People are probably itching to bet. Do you bet? No, I may have before. Yeah. I don't. But I, I did a little. Like we did a little pick picks with Eddie and Ricardo and a couple, a couple of Eddie's boys. I came in second. I, I picked the whole card, eighty six percent. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Well, Eddie, Eddie lost the tiebreaker to somebody. Oh, really? Yeah. You did. You did good on this one, man. You did good. You, um, I, you, I was one for three. You were two for three. I don't know what. Well, no, my other eighty-six percent yeah. total. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good, man. It's a good number. Uh, I was uh, Asparza and Waterson. I was a little surprised at that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. What was your? What did you think of the overall fight? Yeah, I mean, I thought Asparza did a great job. She rocked her a couple yeah. times. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, was able to get the takedown once, twice. I thought. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. I thought Borderson was gonna be able to, to get off more. She she really didn't. I was gonna say I, I think they. I both, think she was surprised. Like she got rocked a couple of times. I think that kind of that, the fact that Carla <clears throat> hit her with some shots slowed her down a little bit. You I, know? I thought they both held back a little bit. In my opinion, you know, and those fights always are. They don't they they don't do it for me. I think you got to get in there and kind of lay it out on the line. And, yeah, and, well, it's tough sometimes, you know, because well, you both right. are trying to do the same thing. Right, right. But then, but then, if you leave it in the judges' hands. The yeah, judges, but that's that's the ridiculous. judges are god awful. What was that one fight that was thirty twenty seven? That was that. That was that, that was that fight. Yeah. Thirty twenty seven, and then yeah. thirty twenty seven the yeah, other I way. Know. That's so horrible. That's horrible. insane. Horrible. It's six points off because it's three three either, either way. Yeah. Oh, right. It's just it's a six point swing. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. But what I didn't get right, you got Rogan, yep. Anik, and uh, Cormier. All sitting at different tables to commentate. I know. You all got tested. What right. the fuck? You're yeah, all negative. What's the point? I think it's for, for appearances, right? But were they? Because you just, it was just single pan shots. No, no they, they were. They were. They were they like were. here. Like kind of almost like where you you are so what over. Is, what is the point of that? Because you saw half of the people that came out, the corner men, right? Half the people that came out had their masks down around their fucking mouths. Uh, so they they had, no, yeah. They didn't have them, you're saying. No, basically they had them, they had them on, but they were around their chin like this. They weren't doing uh, anything. Uh, yeah, I know. Do you think you Mark I mean? is going to wear that fucking mask no. tomorrow? No. Probably not. I mean, they say they have to, though. So that's They my, say they have to. That's my point, is if you're coming but in. But why? If you're tested. What the fuck are you testing these people for? Exactly. 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 And dude, I just seen Fauci on the TV saying the mask don't work. Well, if this guy's saying the mask right. don't fucking work, what are we doing here? It's dumb. It's I dumb, think you wear the mask if you're the sick. The CDC came out originally, you know, a couple weeks into this thing saying, don't get the mask. The masks aren't going to yeah, help. Then they said get the mask. And then they said get the mask. Now they're saying not get the This is the uh, biggest, one of the biggest scams ever perpetrated on the American people, on the world, ever. It's crazy. It's uh, insane. Uh, it's insane. I, I believe you, you know had You wasn't it. wearing a mask? How much you want to bet? No, who wasn't hey, wearing a mask? You know who wasn't wearing a mask? Who? Fucking Dana White. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he's like, yeah, fuck that. Exactly. Exactly. Because he's got some sense and sensibility. But you want to do a bet? You're talking about there's no sports betting going on right now. How about you and I do a bet? What's the bet? See if you take the bet. Oh, okay. Let's go get the antibodies test. You and me. What do you want to bet that w- I'm going to say we both have had it? Oh, I bet. I, I, I agree. So you don't want to take the bet? No. Oh. I bet I we both had it. Yeah, I agree. And did you have any symptoms? Uh, I, I coughed for like three days one day. Yeah. And I, and, and I, and I had a weird taste in my mouth. I don't know. This, they're saying this is a, a symptom. Oh, it's probably your your John down the street that you go <laughs> yeah, see when you go. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, 
Yeah, I, I probably had maybe a couple weeks of, you know, when we were when we were not doing the podcast. Remember, we were talking. I was like, yeah, I don't feel yeah. like you know quite the same. But I know at the time because you know it was so overhyped. I was like, there's no way this is COVID because I'd be on my deathbed yeah. and fucking. But it could have been. I I had very slight symptoms. You know, little little uh, like congestion. You know, that type of shit. Cough. A uh, little phlegmy. That was about it. It was like the worst, the the most minimal cold I've ever had in my life, and I thought it was just allergies. It's possible it could have been COVID. I'm sure it was. So man. we should go get an antibodies test and just see where we're well, at. I don't know. Like, uh, fuck it, this antibody thing. Like, you probably need. Like, you see these contact tracers are hiring yeah, you, a thousand contact tracers. Like that, that doesn't. What what is their job? What is the point of it? Yeah, what yeah. is their job? Exactly. Like, they're gonna fucking see con- like so they tracing who I come in contact with. Mm-hmm. Is that what that means? It's like that's like infringing on my privacy a little bit, right? Percent, man. This is kind of crazy. Like, don't we think- living in a crazy world, or wait, I don't, I don't know, man. Wait, you don't think your privacy's been infringed upon during this at all? Oh, it's been. It's of been, course. Yeah, no, but that's I'm just saying, the next step of it. That's what I'm saying. Like. This is a crazy world right now, man. Bro, I'm telling you. I keep telling you. I keep telling you. It's it's not that I think the time is now because the government's not ready, but I mean the the three percent of shit that I totally believe Bro, in. Bro, what are you gonna, gonna do when they fucking have helicopters and fucking planes and gonna, you're sitting there with your three percenters it's not and gonna, your fucking piece It's not gonna advance. What the like fuck are you gonna do? Well there's well, there's, there's millions of us, so it's not just what the fuck am I gonna do? <laughs> there's only three percent of you. What <laughs> <No, laughs> the fuck? No, that was the original. That was the original. And three percent of three hundred million is a lot still. But anyway, I'm telling you, it's it's the you, you People have to wake up and realize that, you know, th- this shit is out of control. The fact that we can't, what were we just talking about the, in California? L.A., right? Yeah, the, they said they just. Three I mean, more I, months. Again, three more, three months, more months. L.A. County or Three L- more months. Dude, this is ridiculous. They have less numbers than everybody. That is insane. Like, uh, is that, and again, this is a headline I read on Twitter. Is it real? I don't know. Yeah. I, but I did see a bunch of people saying, wow, L.A. is about to riot, you know. And then someone else, like, uh, someone said, uh. Newsom is not a king. Like, what the fuck, you know? It's almost like America is stepping away. Every state is stepping away from the federal government, from the federal level. Because that's how it's states, supposed to be, though, right? I mean, is basically, the states supposed to run themselves? And- well, that's fine, but then can't the state, can't the federal government cut any funding of that state? If the yeah, state wants, yeah, yeah. If the state right. wants to supersede and be yeah, its own, yes. then the federal government should have every right to say, go, 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 go be on your own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, and no state wants to agree to that. No, Cal- hell no. California right. doesn't. No, of you know? course, so, of course. That's that's so. If you really want to supersede, then supersede and be your own little country. You know. But I don't get like you know we keep hearing these numbers and there's they're saying, you know, people are dying from COVID. Uh, people are dying. Period. If they, whether they're dying or almost a car accident, if they have COVID, they get listed COVID. Is that right. true? If that's true, like. What are we doing? How are we being lied to? And how are I don't understand like these other people that, that are like, oh, we need to stay in, we need to stay in. You guys are being selfish. You want to get out. You want to go back to work. You're being selfish. But like, what are these numbers? Are, you, are they listening to? Are they? Are we looking at different numbers, or are they just being naive? Or are we being naive? I I don't know. Again, I'm not sure. I heard again through a local New Jersey talk show radio uh, that I listened to, 101.5. That the C- this was maybe a week ago, maybe a little over a week ago, that the CDC had downgraded the numbers on their website from at the time it was like sixty thousand <coughs> to thirty five thousand. Like overnight, the number changed. It went from like the reported number of sixty something thousand down to like thirty five thousand, and they said they had adjusted it for the number of people who um, maybe were in, either in contact 
like an immediate family member with COVID or that had it in their system and the coroners who were being instructed to, you know, if either of those are true, list their cause of death as having coronavirus. Right, right. They downgraded all that and kind of wiped that state clean. But I looked at it today, the CDC website, is at 80,000. So they didn't downgrade it. But I don't think it ever got downgraded. So I don't, to be honest so with you, Frank, real, not. I don't know what to believe. But I know there's independent cor- uh, coroners, you know, um, that are independent, that aren't connected to the state or the federal government. I'm, I'm assuming... They work for either, um, you know, I don't. Maybe I'm not using the word coroner correctly, but coroner, coroner. But um, maybe they work for actual funeral homes. I'm not sure. That are saying we're being told, or or hospitals. I guess that's what it is. You know, because every hospital has a uh, like a, a morgue. morgue morgue in it. Um, that we're being told to list them as having died of corona. If, they get more money too, or correct, something. They're saying, correct. and yo, this is like Elon. I heard Elon Musk on Rogan's podcast, right. and like you know. Is this guy lying? Because he's saying they're 100% doing that. He said, he's like, Rogan was like, yeah, that's what we're hearing. He's like, no, not matter of factly. He's like, they are actually doing that. Right. And then, see, this is this is why when I when, I'm, when you do this show, I, I always say this is what I'm hearing because I don't know it to be factual. When, mm-hmm. when he said that, when Elon Musk said that, who's an extremely intelligent guy, way more than me, what was his follow-up to that? What did he back that up with? What did he say? How, how does he know that? Because I could just say whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. I, so what, I, I don't know what, if what he did, did he cite? That. I don't know. That's yeah. why I'm a big Ben Shapiro fan, because like, I, I love listening to Ben Shapiro. I know. I mean, he, I just don't imagine he... He I'm, literally backs up everything with fact, This data, is what he did and, say. This is one fact he said. Okay, he has a, he has a Tesla factory in China mm-hmm. that has 7,000 employees. Not one of them died there. Not one. Wow. Wow. I mean, I don't know if that means anything or statistically or whatnot, but... Well, that, again, what, what do I often say? I throw it back to personal... They're back to work there. ...personal experience. Yeah. When all else fails, bring it back into your own life. I know one person through a, through a roundabout sort of way that has died of coronavirus, if he has a... That has died. Do you know anybody personally no. who's died? Mm-mm. person in my old neighborhood, she hit me up, um, uh, you know, where I used to live, mm-hmm. Jenny and I used to live. Mm-hmm. Her ex-husband died of Corona. That's the only person, and that is the most indirect, roundabout sort of way that I he know. He still lived over there. No, he didn't live over there. He lived in New York. Um, yeah. uh, health wise, what was that? What, like what? health wise, was that was he a healthy guy? Oh, think? I have no clue. No clue honestly, okay. yeah. but what I'm saying is Elon Musk. I mean, that's sort of personal. This is his factory. If yeah, he's yeah. saying it's on a personal level. So sometimes you just got to disregard all the noise. Was the you know where it originated too? Right. So if you avoided all the white noise, all the media, all the social media, all the the media on TV, all the news, and you just took it back to Elon Musk personal knowledge, if that's true, I mean that's that's a pretty that's a pretty shocking statistic that not one person any seven thousand member factory died. Yeah, I, I, I would think so. All right, you know. I mean, I, do you think you know 7,000 people? Probably, I don't know 7,000 people. Do I know personally? No. Mm-hmm. Personally? No, you know. It's too no, much, right? No, I'm not saying he personally knows it. I'm I know, saying I know. I'm he probably trying, gets I'm a report say, from the manager. I'm trying to say, how many people do you know, you think? Oh, God. What's the number, know. you think? Nope. Like, uh, not just yeah, know yeah. of, because obviously we know of thousands of rich, famous celebrities, yeah. right? I guess I'm saying, I'm, like, no, like, pretty pretty well. Maybe not. Maybe not. Acquaintances. How many acquaintances? Isn't there like a word? Isn't there like a certain threshold of, of how many you could remember? Yeah, uh, I, I believe there. I, I believe there I, is something. I, that, there's I, something. There I think is it's so- probably in the hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. Yeah, like that. But I you actually, know that, right? That you know, you know, know that there's a threshold of the yeah. people you can remember, supposedly. I hear, and once you get past that, you can't. You can't take any more. 
Yeah, probably. You should try that with Renee and I walk upstairs and be like, "Who are you? Why are you in my house?" Yeah, I you tried. just you want you one past my threshold. I tried already. <laughs> so, all right, Elon Musk was on there. Um, he's saying I just seen him tweet something the other day or today or yesterday. He's, he's opening his factory. He don't care. He's like, good. he's like, I'm gonna be on the line with them. He's like, if you have to arrest someone, I just you ask him to arrest me. Yeah, good. And he's like, and he's already suing the county. Good for him. Good but for anyway, him okay. Oh, one, one more coronavirus thing, which well, is if talk. this is if this is true. Okay, I want to go back to Elon Musk about that thing. Yeah. Um, the average death age of the coronavirus is higher than the na- than the average death age, period. Well, again, I would I would be very curious to where those stats came from. But if that is true, what does that say to you? I've seen it for a couple. Of people. Is that <laughs> so? What does that say to you? What does that doesn't that say that this is that this, we need to move the fuck on? This is. Right? I don't want to call it a hoax because a hoax means it's completely. I'm not denying that COVID nineteen exists, but the 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 all the. But you know what? You know, I'm, I'm, it is a hoax. If if I'm not saying it's a hoax, it is a hoax. If the like say uh, four times or ten times the people actually have it, mm-hmm. and the death rate, all those people, the death rate say you say eighty thousand people died. What if forty of those thousand just had coronavirus, didn't die from coronavirus? That brings down like the fucking. The death rate to it would like be the same number of people less. I think it would be less who die over the flu. Yes, I think it would be less actually. Yeah. So like that is a hoax then, right? And I'm not like are people are gonna be like, oh, you're a fucking insurance. So Depends. insurance. Other people are dying. Yeah. Families are dying. It's a fucked up thing. You yeah. Know, you know who the majority of people that are saying that to you though are? Oh. Sheep. Yeah. They're sheep. They're sheep. I don't know. I don't know. They're- I think some people are genuine. I am genuinely concerned, especially in the beginning. I was concerned. And we we were we were. You're, you're very all over the place. No, no, I know, no, but I am, I am, you're 100% I am all the place, because I, I know you like to play both sides and see both sides, and so do I, and I'm not saying I have all the answers, and I'm not saying that I know everything, but... I, but I'm I, saying, for you to call someone sheep, I think, is wrong. Not just in this, not just in this, no, I'm not just saying yes, in, th- in this example, to call people sheep, I'm going to take incredible amount of heat, what I'm saying is, in general, there is a great proportion, a great percentage of people all over the world who just like to be told what to do. They need yeah, that. They no, need that. Uh, yeah. They need people, that. People. You could people sell them anything that. and yeah. they will buy it if it comes from a, an authoritarian place. Yes. They will buy it. They will bow down. They will. I, I personally am not programmed that way. You have to substantiate something with real deal, legitimate facts that hold up no matter who's saying it. Left, okay. right. Okay, this is bill that they're trying to pass. We'll segue to this. The six six six. It's fucking. Six. It's kind of creepy because it's HR six 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 four sixes, not three. Right. The tracers. But, but no, this is the tracer. This is oh, again, reading on social media and stuff. But I've been saying this a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. I've seen a, a councilman from New New Jersey bring it up, saying how this is fucked up. He's gonna do. He's gonna try to you know get to the bottom of this and. And I don't know, veto it or whatever, you know, just not agree with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like they, they can come to your house. Say say they come to your house, right? Your house. How many bathrooms do you have in your house? Say, uh, so you have three two. bathrooms. You have two bath, three bathroom house, whatever. Yeah. You have five, five family, a family of five in your house. If, say, two people have it or something, there's not enough bathrooms for you to quarantine. So they're going to have to take your kid. Listen. I know nothing really about this bill at all, other than what you just told me, essentially. And I promise you, they'll take your kid or take you. I promise you, it won't pass. It will never pass. Yeah, it may. It may pass. It may pass. 
But you, there people are gonna die by by bullets. Yeah, I'm gonna die. You come and take I'm gonna my die. kid. I'm gonna die. You come. That's what I feel like, though. That's what's gonna happen. It's, the it's government gonna... comes with by gun, by by force, right? Because it's always by force. Well, that, that's you don't always pay, the end. You don't pay end, your end taxes. Product. You don't pay your taxes. It's by force. They force you. You either go to jail or a man with a gun and comes and says you're gonna pay your taxes. If the government comes to my door and does an inventory of my house and sees how many bathrooms there are and then says I'm taking one of your kids. I promise you, I promise you, all I'm going to say is that kid will not leave my house. I, that's what I say. I promise That's what you. I say. I know, but probably we're going to get shot and killed no, over it. No, that's why I say it'll never happen. Yeah, I, I it'll hope not. never hope happen. Not. That bill will never pass. I it's, hope not, man. I hope, I hope fiction. not. Well, well, it'll well, never pass. Never. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think we're living such crazy fucking times, man, and who knows what... what is this the easy, beginning? Is this sheep, the beginning of some crazy fucking shit? Sheep are easy to herd, right? That's why, again, you always laugh at me, make fun of 3%, and that's fine. I, I love the back and forth, and there should always be opposing points of view, but that's why it is a small percentage, usually, that stands up. Greg Anderson. Let's talk about him. I think I have the name right. Who? Is it Greg? I know his last name's Anderson. Hang on. I, I have so much respect for this guy. Hang on a minute. Uh, yeah, Greg, I got the name right. Greg Anderson, right? He's a, a cop, a 10-year veteran. Actually, he's more than a 10-year veteran as a cop because I believe, I'm probably going to get this wrong, he was a cop in L.A. before he took his position in Washington, Washington State. Greg Anderson is a cop. A That's Seattle, right? Seattle, yeah, Washington That's, State, Seattle, yeah. Uh, yeah, what, Seattle, so yeah, <laughs> North California, right? West Coast, he's a cop there. Um, he, and I, the crazy thing is I saw, and it wasn't even that popular at the time. It literally had maybe thousands of views. I saw the post he put up and maybe, I don't know, because everything on Instagram is generated by what you view. So maybe it popped up in my feed because I view a lot of stuff like this. I follow a lot of cops, things like that. But he posted, I believe it was about an eight minute video. He's sitting in his cruiser. He's in mm-hmm. full uniform and he posts. Uh, a very heartfelt and a very honest, you can tell clearly the guy's a constitutionalist, which I am. He believes wholeheartedly in the Constitution, and the Constitution supersedes everything, right? You can just tell by his video. He doesn't say it, but... So he essentially says, you know, he talks to his fellow brethren, uh, law enforcement officers, and says, I'm very saddened by what I'm seeing, you know what I mean? That people are being dragged out of their homes for doing nails, you know, like probably nail shop owners are doing nails. People coming to their house, tattoo parlor guys. I, I saw a post where a guy got dragged out of his tattoo parlor because he f- refused to close. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my fellow officers right now. You know, ba- essentially for all intents and purposes, I don't, I don't want to misquote, but, you know, you, 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 you can't do this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like sort right. of so almost shame on you right. for for doing this, you know. People have rights. You you can't take away their rights. You can't you can't take advantage of people for wanting to make a living to provide for their families. And it was an eight minute long video. It was a lot more in you know detailed than that. And then I watched the follow up to it. So he's on administrative leave right now, right? Because he refused because, of this. because he refused to take it down. Mm. At first, he got a lot of positivity from his um, well, obviously his fellow law enforcement officers, but I believe his higher ups is. I don't want to say his chief, but his higher ups. The first, um, you know, uh, message that he received was "Good for you, Greg. We're proud of you. You know, got your back or whatever. Nice, nice post or whatever." Right. At that time, it had like a hundred thousand views, I think, something along those lines. And then a few hours later, it started catching traction. Hey, Greg, we're going to have to ask you to take that post down. 
Greg says, hey, I, I respectfully decline. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it was a positive message to the people, to my fellow law enforcement. I respectfully decline. A couple hours later, hey, we talked to the union. The union now says that you must take it down the police union um, or it's insubordination. So please make the right decision. And he talks to his chief who he says, I have tremendous amount of respect for my chief tried to talk me through it and say, you know, listen, you can't defy. You just can't defy the governor. You can't. We can't defy the governor. And he says, you know what? I have to you have to believe in something. And if I'm going to if I'm going to stand on this mountain and do this, I, I, I'm not going to take the post down. And they put him on administrative leave and are probably going to fire the guy. He, he, uh, I, he owns a jiu-jitsu school. He does. Actually, yep. and, yep. Uh, yep. I hope people support the fuck out of jiu-jitsu school. Me too, man. bro. Me too. Yeah. I mean, truly, though, in your heart, do you believe in this guy? He didn't say anything that was... He didn't say, fuck he's the right, governor. He's he didn't right. say, he's, he's right. 100% right. He's right. He's 100% right. I've seen Tim Kennedy You cannot tweet. drag people out of their fucking homes... For doing nails in their fucking home. That means somebody drove to their house yeah. knowingly that potentially they could put themselves at risk because they wanted their fucking nails done. They're not ripping, they're not driving around in a rape van, dragging people into the van doing their nails. It's yeah, crazy, no, bro. Tim Tim Kennedy tweeted today, he's like, uh, if you're a cop that's arresting a guy that's opening his business to feed his family, right. you're not a cop, you're a fucking Gestapo. Hey, we should we should mention friend of yours, sort of a friend of mine, even though I've personally never met the guy. We chat a lot through Tom DeBlas. He's another guy that's very outspoken. Man wants to open a school in the worst way, and I think he's about to say, "I know he's doing virtual." Actually, I believe he did, but everybody's six feet apart, right? And he's saying, "Come and get me." Basically, I know. I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> maybe some unwanted attention. I don't know if I want that attention. Well, you know? maybe you don't put it on Instagram. Or no, but plus, you know what? I'm not in his but, shoes. I don't have right, a gym. Right, I don't. Right. I don't own a gym. I don't have students. That are looking to play. So I I get what he's doing. I get right. why he wants. His point is, his focus, I have yeah. to provide for my family. Yes. What are you yes. doing for me? You're doing nothing for me. Right. I'm a business owner. I can't get unemployment. Yeah, man. You know? Dude, there's people that are that are definitely pretty bad off, man. And mm-hmm. and uh, and it's funny because now L.A. Times just released a, a uh, an article saying the economic outcome could kill much more people than the virus. Yeah. To- like, dude, listen, like, people have been saying this for. I was going to say, I was going to say, a lot of people have been saying it. I said it a couple weeks ago on our podcast. There's no greater killer than poverty, no. and a lot of people laugh at that. Like, ha ha, what are you talking about? The people that are doing that are probably white collar workers. There are there's an incredible amount of America that is paycheck to paycheck, yes. le- legitimately, and there's an yes. incredible amount of those that may not qualify for unemployment. You know what I mean? Or or whatever monetary benefit there is to gain if you're no longer employed. And what do those people do? You know what I mean. What What do they do? You know, I I, I think you have to get America back to work. You have yeah. to. You have to protect the most vulnerable. I'm not saying do nothing. Protect the most vulnerable. Yeah, and dude, I thought quarantine is for sick people. You quarantine the sick, right? Right. I don't know. Not the sick. The most vulnerable. Not the well, sick. No, but even even still, you quarantine right. sick people. Well. Yeah, you don't quarantine healthy people in 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 yeah in the hospital. You quarantine the sick, sick people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Totally agree. So I I don't know, Frank. I don't know how long. How much longer do you think this shit goes on? I'm telling you, people are going to riot. If it's riot. political, if it's political, it could go on until the fucking election. Oh, what do you bro? make of Obamagate until Speaking the election? I don't know about that. What, 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 I don't know much. About I know it it's either. supposedly he knew about the Russia collusion, right? Right. right, that, right. That's it. So. Essentially, yeah. It's just both sides are playing too. Like. 
Come on, man. Let's just worry about the tat, the fucking, the, the kinda, this monster in front of us. Let's get rid of this thing already. I keep seeing, I keep seeing. Now it's my turn. Now it's my turn. Because they did fucking crucify Trump. They threw everything at the yeah, guy they could yeah. possibly throw at well, him. Let's see. Is Trump gonna even you do know? anything, or is he gonna talk know. shit? You know? I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So back to Elon Musk. Okay, when he was on Rogan's, get rid of the coronavirus bullshit for now. Okay. Um, he said he's gonna have a. You know what neural a neural link is. He's working on. So you know he has he has Tesla, mm-hmm. he has SpaceX, mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive. SpaceX, he mm-hmm. he figured out how to bring rockets back down to Earth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like usually you get one rocket and then you're gone. Now mm-hmm. he brings it back down. You can reuse them. Then he has the Boring Company, which is uh, I didn't know anything about that one. That's where he's trying to make the tunnels, the Hyperloop. He was trying to make San Francisco to L.A. like in like like thirty minutes. Oh, so like a tram system almost. Kind of, but underground where it's like right. he's trying to f- develop this. And he right. eventually talking about like coast to coast, you okay. know, because he's like, he's like fucking Tony Stark, the guy. Well, he, he, listen, we're, we're both, we, we're idiots. We're a couple idiots, well, idiots sitting mm-hmm. in the basement. You're, okay. you're, you're not that bright either. You listen, get hit in the head listen, a lot. Listen. You'd be super smart if you didn't get hit in the head a lot. But anyway. You'd be it, in trouble. It, here's a question. <laughs> you said you said San Francisco to LA, right? Uh-huh. So that's all West Coast shit. Correct. They have horrendous, horrible earthquakes out there and they sit uh, they sit directly on one of the biggest fault lines in the world how is an underground system ever going to be yeah, able to oh, operate I, are they under an, uh, safely right i know i wonder how how deep down though are they under the plate are they under the tech the plate the tectonics platonics? Well, i don't think it would matter whether you're down because it disrupts so much surface area even if you're below it i would think it's so i don't know We're, I, at the again, very least going to affect the openings you know so i don't know but I don't know. let's ask elon come on the you you free next week come on would you come on the show you do rogan is there any reason why you wouldn't do uh Shit. champ of the tramp so anyway, he has this other thing he's working on. It's called Neuralink. Yep. And what it is is just like something you attach to your brain, right? So he says he's pretty much make like a, a inch or circle, a, a circle diameter inch in your head, right? You bore out the, your skull, okay. take it out, and then you replace it with this chip kind of that has wires that goes into wherever your brain may be, maybe the front, maybe the back, maybe the side, wherever, wherever you have it, uh, an issue in your brain. And it puts wires in there, and say you're blind, it'll make you see. It'll make the, those that that part of your brain fire where you can see. Or you're deaf, it'll make you hear. Or it's, he even said quadriplegics, it'll be able to make them walk. Well, that can't be true. Why not? Because your spine is severed. I know, but I think How your, does that brain, fix that? your brain tells everything re- you do. If you have this an L, listen, listen, if you have listen, an L4, L5 disc, When Elon right? Musk comes here, you can tell him but he, wait, he can't do this. Yeah, yeah. Your spine goes like this, right? If L5 is over here and there's no connection to the spinal canal at all, the brain would have nothing to do with it. I, nothing. I, mean, I wouldn't doubt him. Yeah, well, I, I would. I, I, he's a much more intelligent guy than I am. But but he's saying they're brain they're, they're, injuries. They're, I would think they would do a tremendous amount. Of they're work. going to. He said. Be te- he says in a year they're going to be testing on people. He said. Oh, he seems a little. Uh, maybe ahead of himself, but I have no issue with that. I thought you were going to talk about you know something. Something that was like federally mandated or something, you know. No, like he's not. Into, I mean, he's not right. trying to. Do he's shit an like independent that. guy coming yeah. up with, mm-hmm. with you know, amazing ideas. He's like, that yeah, help. yeah. I, I feel like he really wants to help humanity. You yeah. know, I mean, a car that doesn't need a right. doesn't need to on you know, gas. You know, you're helping right. the planet, right? I agree. And cars that people want, people want them fucking cars. Yeah, they do. You know, um, even the SpaceX thing. Why don't you get? Impressive. Why don't you trade that nine thousand horsepower fucking caddy and get? I one was of those. thinking those things are ten times faster than my caddy. 
Well, if you get all the upgrades, you can get like the bigger battery Listen, and all that shit. I'm not yeah. gonna get no fucking shitty one. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, no, it makes no noise. No, I know it doesn't. That's just you and pa- that's just you in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie made it funny. That actually might be your best line yet. That's actually a good one. Um, yeah, they say they were talking about adding noise to them, making them. Yeah, no, because, I know. In the speaker, because people are getting heat hit by them, they I don't heard, see them, especially heard, in like New York. But I heard even in uh, M5s, the the engine is in your speaker. Really? So, yeah. Really? Yep. Oh shit. Hmm. Maybe one day when I can afford an M5, I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> me, too. me too, buddy. Me too. But that's pretty important. I mean, think about it. If, if I have no issue with any of that. No, no, but the, I'm just the saying. Bill that, Gates uh, microchipping people uh, yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. insanity. But I feel like they test the waters. You know, they always, it's kind of like passing a bill in Congress, right? But you know, like they pass bills like by yeah. putting them under other bills. Yeah, they sneak them in. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. Isn't, isn't everything, don't they just sneak shit through? Like, you know, let's say, for example, if this whole COVID thing is a hoax. Right to gain control of the people or something like that, you know. Maybe this is a test to see how the people react. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's going to be, you know, in the year twenty thirty, there's going to be a mass pandemic that really reels in the sheep. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, what if this was a real? What if I mean, not it is real. It's fucking real. People are still dying. I'm not saying it's sick. fake. I'm saying I mean, but what if overhypeness? What if it was what it, what we what and, could be? And also, or what if it, it was like a Spanish flu? Fucking and, fifty million people and died. And also, two things. I'm saying. I'm not saying that it's fake. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It definitely exists. I know people that work in you know healthcare and they work in the the front lines. It definitely exists. But what 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 if it's not from eating a bat? What if it was a what if it was made in a lab? What if? What are you going to do? Right. Well, I'm saying, what if what, what if this saying? is all created for a reason? Well, people are saying it is. Some people are saying right, that. Right. Conspiracy theorists are. And I'm asking Frankie Edgar. What if? I mean, what UFC the fuck? I don't know. I'm, fucking I'm, I'm, lightweight I'm, I'm, champion. What? What if that's true? I'm going to have to call my 3% of brothers and we're going to have to fucking <laughs> fight these guys, I guess. Frankie, I'm trying to get you behind the movement. You own a gun. What do you own, by the way? I own one little piece shooter. <laughs> you own a 9 millimeter, right? 9 millimeter. Get behind the movement, son. I'm trying to get my, get my, I'm try, my be I a law abiding citizen. Listen, I changed, which I, am. I changed my address, and I'm trying to go do the whole fucking address thing. It's taking forever. Oh, you changed for for your. I moved. Yeah. I moved. Right, right, right. You know, right, right. You're on your on your firearms ID card. Correct, correct. Yeah, and you haven't got it back yet. No. Oh, okay. I just do everything for the. So what do you computer. you want to you want to? I want to get another another. Yeah. Firearm yeah. sales are through the roof right now. I know. I'd like to get. By the way, I'd like they, to get a shotgun and a rifle. I think that's yeah, a good yeah. good addition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, yo, where can rifle, we go shoot rifle, these fucking things? Rifle for what? That wouldn't be for home protection. A rifle's so, not for home, no. For, I'm not talking about home protection. Man. I'm talking about three percenters and shit. Yeah. Bro. Hey. I like where your head's at, bro. I you have a rifle? I've got everything. Bro. Then why do you have it? It's not for home protection, pal. Oh uh, no, I, actually, my AR isn't Jersey compliant, so I keep my AR in Maine. But wh- why? Because that's um, too many clips, too too big a clip, or oh um, god, you're talking like a Democrat now. I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know. Too big a clip. Is that why it's not, not, isn't, is that, what are you talking about? The clips are, uh, yeah. No. Fuck you. Talking like a Democrat. <laughs> Talk, I'm talking like a fucking, someone that knows laws. And in, in, in New Jersey, they, they even made the clip smaller. Right. For your Ten handgun. Ra- Ten rounds. You're on yeah. now, right? I remember when I first Ten got a gun, rounds. I think it was a 15. 
Yeah, but but that's easy. That's an easy fix. That's literally yeah, just an clip, add, right. add on. But so, so that's what I was asking. What um, your what your uh... well, I think I think I think my AR. I haven't seen it in a bit, but I think it has three things that aren't. I I have a flash suppressor on it, which isn't Jersey legal. That like a uh, make it a muzzle. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. or uh, basically suppresses the flash, oh, the, the, the flash. flyer that comes out of the end. Oh, of the, right. that's good to have. Just or, in case they're or fucking spying on muzzle us. brake, which is almost the same thing. Um, yeah, the the capacity rounds that the the magazine holds. Not clips. Clips are for pistols. But anyway, um, the magazine holds more, which is an easy fix. You just go out and buy, and the uh, stock is collapsible, which you're not allowed to have a collapsible. Why? Stock. Why does that matter? I, well, it, do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you the real reason, or do you want me to tell you the reason? Why they that, say that? Yeah, they say that they don't want you to be able to um, hide it, conceal, be, you it. Know, conceal it, and walk into a bank and rob a bank. Mm. Yeah, it, can you conceal it if it's collapsible? No, collapsible? <laughs> the most used. Gun in any crime is a pistol, which you can conceal anywhere. Yeah, so that makes yeah. no sense whatsoever. Right, 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 right. A pistol fires the exact same way as a. Oh, well, but collapsible just made, like the butt on it, where you right, put it on your shoulder, right, right. bends in. And they just put a pin in it. It takes thirty seconds to put a pin in it, and so, then now it's not collapsible. And then it's Jersey legal, yeah, wow. Jersey compliant. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So, so you know, AR fifteen. What does AR stand for? Armalite. Armalite. I learned that tonight when you sent me that video. I was going to say, you that. better know. I, I, know d- I didn't know that sound. I didn't, I didn't think it AR stands yeah, for. It was, ris- it was essentially the original company that came out in the 50s, I think. And they, I believe they got a, um, a thousand people are going to correct me. And please do, because I, knowledge is power and I like learning. But I believe they got a military. Call names, too. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Call me Fat Boy Slim, you know, all that sort of thing. But um, yeah, they got a, a military contract, and then um, then everybody started making the the five point five six. Yeah, so there's a million companies out there now. That but the original was Armalite. Speaking of guns, let's bring up that uh, that that shooting. Ahmad uh, Amari. No, uh, Amari. Ahmad, uh, hang on. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. That is so. I am. Hang on. Ahmad Arbery. I apologize, Ahmad. Um, so typically, in any shooting or anything that grabs media attention, because mostly because of the way the media is, and you know they they only show excerpts or sound bites or you know little bits of video clip. I'm always suspect, and I always wait till all the facts come in. Always. But there's been a few cases, namely two that I can think of, where just off seeing the video, which is obviously a segment of the entire video, where I've said, I don't fucking see how that could go any other way than them being guilty as hell. One was the police officer, again, I could be wrong, from South Carolina, I think it was, that um, he had pulled over a black gentleman. Um, The guy got out, ran, he chased him down, and clearly... I mean, clearly shot a man in the back as he was running away. The second I saw that video, when I only saw probably a 10-second, 15-second clip of it, I didn't see the whole thing. I was like, I don't, I don't, this is another one where I don't see how this is anything other than shooting an innocent human being that yeah, was unarmed. Yeah. I don't see how it could I, be anything I, you know, but. I, right when I saw that video, I was like, yeah, that's fucked up. Right. That's fucked up. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe you waited for the guy to run to you. Like what right. the fuck you doing? Like you 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 were hunting this guy. And I, and listen, I want to say because I do believe in the American American justice system. I'm not saying they always get it right. There are sometimes they get it wrong, but I think we have the best justice system in the world of of every other country. 
you know, and if you know of a better one, weigh in and talk to me about it. But um, I, so I want to wait for everything to unfold. Well, I, but, I did see some but stuff. I don't. Have you seen some I other, do other stuff? not see how that is a justified shooting in any way. Well, this this is in any way. I, I seen a guy who was on World Star. He's actually a black gentleman. Okay, and he was actually kind of talking. He was like giving facts. Now he was like in Georgia. So suppose this guy Amari, whatever was his name, Ahmad Aubrey, Ahmad. He was walking in a neighborhood, and he went into a house that was well, getting... Well, no. Re- no. That's what was reported. So this is a retired cop and his son that are guilty of this crime, right? The oh, retired, that, those are cops? Those the are retired co- oh, wow, cop wow, is the wow, one that's wow. actually guilty of wow. shooting many, many years on the that. force. Wow. Yeah, retired cop. I think, again, speculation, so do not quote, because I hate when people do this, but I'm admitting it's speculation. I assume he probably had a police scanner at his house. I'm assuming, right? Well, uh, let me tell you the story. Let me tell you the story. Okay. What I see okay. this guy said. They All said right. they showed video of him. He was walking in the neighborhood. He went into a house that was getting renovated. Yep. Okay, it wasn't Correct. like a house that was brand new, that's but it was, was getting renovated. That's what I was gonna say. Yep. He was in there. Okay. Right. They have video of him walking in from someone else's ring camera, and they have video of him in the in the premise. Are they, are no, you listen, a- listen. There's like there's there's like nothing in this house. Right. There's like fucking nothing. Correct. Like, like a, a construction house. Yeah. There's literally yep. just just no sheet no sheetrock, just framing. Now, when you say they have video of him, you're sure it's a mod? Well, I don't know exactly. That's yeah, my of course. Point. Right. That's but my anyway, point. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not I'm not taking the other side. I'm saying you know what this guy is saying now. Someone noticed him and yelled at him. Right. right? Yelled at him. So the kid took off. And then that's when these guys must have found out, and they went after him. I'm like, okay, all right, you know, like when, like what's the law? Someone steals something, you could pursue him. All right, this motherfucker had didn't have a bag with him. Right. What the fuck is he stealing? Right. Correct. Let him fucking run away. Correct. It's done. It's that's done. Let him run away. What the fuck are you doing? So even if he's guilty of what is said, of, of just a which is which is what that the, cop, which is what the cop is right. claiming, that he, you know, he got a call, the, he called in and said he's running down the street like a bat out of hell. Uh, there's no reason no. at all to even pull a gun on him to even stop him to right. even do anything. There's right. no reason whatsoever. So right. I don't see how this could possibly ever end in them not being convicted. Although when they were originally questioned, they were let go. It wasn't until yeah. public outcry happened. Yeah. Public well, outcry affects everything. It really does. Well, thank God it does in that in that instance, right? Yeah. Well, in that yeah. instance, I I back it a hundred percent. If I have all the facts, which I, I, I think that I do. I don't know. Then yeah. they're guilty as I mean, as hell. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, and and the kid, the kid, though, I mean, running. I don't know what you would do. Like, guy has a gun on you. I'm not. Don't I'm run not, towards I'm, the guy with a gun. Well, I'm not saying that he and did. Listen, they should have done that anyway. I'm not saying that he did the best case scenario, but what I'm saying is he, he that wasn't guy at fault. did not deserve to die. No, was not no fault. fucking way. Yeah. No way, bro. God forbid that was your kid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. dude, right. no way. No. No, I I agree with you, but the way it all went down, shit, man. It's it's sad, man. It's sad, and it it sets us back a long ways because well, all these dudes, you know, man. I mean, yeah. dude, they they definitely, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely a, a supporter of cops. Obviously, my friends are all cops, and they're all not scumbags, but there are some fucking scumbag cops. Let's be real. There are there some. Are, there are, and yeah. and what, what if you if you just had to, in the Frankie Edgar brain had to put a percentage on that? Oh, I'd I put it know. at a very very low percentage. Yeah, I would think so. I believe I truly do that the the majority of our police officers are good men and women. I do. I truly do. Mm. You don't think so? I do. I do. You got to stop know playing this. both I've sides. Gonna, I just know this. I just know this. Like when I was a kid, 
growing up in Tom's River. You don't think I ever? I'll tell. So tell me your best police harassment story. I'll tell you my best. No, one. No, no, I, I don't. Because it happens that. to everybody. But always, like, just they just always like at least like you know our community didn't have like I'm just saying as far as what black people go through. Yeah. You ever go driving down the parkway? You see someone pulled over. You look over. A lot of times, are fucking black guys that are pulled over. You okay. don't notice that? Have you noticed that? I, I feel like I noticed. It. I'm being honest. I haven't. Okay. I haven't. But maybe, maybe I maybe maybe I I'm haven't. wrong. I'm being you know? honest. I haven't. I would admit it if I had, but I haven't. And, um, but give me your best police harassment story. You got any? I got one. Not what, harassing me. Yeah. Not really. Really? No, nothing bad. I, I got nothing one. bad. No. I, got, I got I got a decent one. I got two actually. I got two. And I'm not going to say the name of the first one because he's a family friend. But <laughs> the earliest one I can remember, I should say, he's friends with my dad. The earliest one I can remember is in Maine. And again, if this happened and it was a, a different caller, it would be a real issue. But um, the earliest one I can remember was in Maine. I was sitting at my da- in my dad's business, place of business. I was sitting at his gas station, and it was probably like 1 o'clock in the morning in my truck. I had a big jacked-up lifted because I was a hillbilly motherfucker, F-150, right? Um, and my my buddy Mickey went driving by. I was sitting there all by. Oh, actually, no. Let me back up a little bit. I crossed. I was going home, and I crossed the Cherryfield Bridge, which is a tiny little bridge. And there was a kid sitting <laughs> on the bridge, and I knew I knew who it was. It was my buddy Dave, right? So I was like, "Holy shit, this, this kid!" We weren't really that tight. He hung out with a totally different clique. But I turned around. It was like one in the morning. I'm like, "What are you doing, bro?" He's like, ah, "I'm just chilling." He was like smoking a cigarette. I was like, "Jump in. I'll give you a ride home." So we pulled up to my dad's, my dad's gas station, which was right up the street, and we were just, like, fucking bullshitting. And, um, you know, he was, like, smoking a cigarette, whatever. And this kid, Mickey, my buddy Mickey, goes driving by. He had a big jacked-up truck, and he had a truck. He had a pickup truck full of people, and I could tell they'd been, like, partying or whatever. So he saw me. I saw him. It's like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Now, this is small town. This is, like, country bumpkin living, right? And he sees me, I see him, he pulls up, pulls up next to me, and he's got this big jacked up, like GMC, I got this big jacked up Ford, we both got like custom exhaust on it, and it's like, you know, I'm in like high school at this time. So he starts revving his shit up, and he's got drunk girls like falling all over themselves in his car, he's got like, he's got a pickup truck, one seater, you know, like a bench seat, he's probably got like five people in it. So he starts revving up his motor. I start revving the shit out of mine, we're like, you know, like just being an idiot, seeing who's got the ladder. Now we're sitting... (laughs) In my dad's private business parking lot, right? Well, a state trooper happened to live like, I don't know, maybe maybe like 1,500 yards away. But I never gave it a thought. I didn't think about it. I knew him. Everybody knows him. We all knew him well. We knew his kids. We knew he apparently had just gotten home and heard us revving up our motors and then jumped right back in his car and he came flying down his driveway and came fucking pulling in. Well, when Mickey... My buddy Mickey saw him. Mickey peeled out because Mickey was probably drinking, had a, too many people in his car. He took off. Well, this this guy didn't care, right? He didn't chase Mickey. He chased me. I was dead sober. He comes fucking pulling in, cuts me off, gets out, rips my passenger side door open and says, you get the fuck, talking to my friend Dave, says, yo, get the fuck out, hit the road, start walking, right? Like you, you can't walk. To, you can't do that, what? right? No, you can't do cannot. that. And he's not even on duty. He's in a cop car, yeah. but he's like half dressed, right? He's like in a tank top yeah, and like yeah. police pants, right? So he tells Dave to get the fuck out and start walking, right? So Dave says, "You can't tell me that." Well, now this guy says, "Listen, you get the fuck out now and you fucking start walking." So Dave like gets out and starts walking, right? <laughs> it's like one o'clock in the morning. So now I'm still sitting in my dad's place of business in Little Cherryfield, Bumblefuck, Maine. And it's just me and him. He says, shut this fucking thing off right now. 
And I'm like, all right, I shut it off. I'm scared, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm like 18 years old. I'm fucking not even, probably 17 years old, scared as shit. I'm like, fuck, right? And I've had a few run-ins with cops for driving like an asshole and stuff. But so I'm like, what? What do I do, right? So he he says, shut it off. Kill the fucking kill kill this thing. He's like, I'm gonna go over this thing with a fine tooth comb, and if I find one thing wrong with it, you're getting towed, right? And in my head, I'm like. I'm I'm oversized height, you know what I mean? Because they measure like the center of your frame. Yeah, yeah. My exhaust is illegal. Like fuck, I'm like I I can tell you five things right now. You could tell me four, you know. So, but I don't say that. I just shut it off, right? And he starts like taking a flashlight and shining shit around. Well, he's off duty. And as an adult, I would realize a lot of things now that I didn't realize then. I was just like coming again, sheep. I was a sheep. He was an authority figure. I was a sheep. I was a scared little fucking sheep. And he's the sheep dog, right? So I'm just sitting there nervous as shit. Now Dave is not there. I don't have a witness anymore, and I'm here with this guy who I respected. I liked him. I, and, and As God is my witness, I was not trying to piss him off by revving up my motor. I was not. I didn't even think about it. He, Mickey was revving his motor up. I started revving mine up. Yeah. You know, he, he comes around to my passenger, uh, driver's side, rips the door open, and says, you will never fuck with me in my kingdom. That's my home up there. You don't fuck with me in my kingdom. I remember he specifically. Yeah, fuck he out called it. the fuck is this guy, He bro? called it his kingdom, right? Get the fuck out so of here. So I'm like, holy fucking shit, right? So I'm freaking out. I'm like apologizing all of myself. He's going all over my truck. And then he comes back to me and rips the door open again. No, slams the door. Slams the door now and looks at me because I'm lifted. Like his, his eyes are like the level of, you know, like my door yeah, yeah, where I yeah. can see him. And I remember he sticks his hand up and he bangs it on my windshield and he says, if you ever fuck with me in my kingdom again, I'll put a 35 Remington right through this fucking windshield, right? What? A 35 Remington. The only reason I remember that quote and that line is because my dad owns a 35 Remington. It's not a common gun. It's a hunting rifle, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not that common of a gun. So I remember it, and at the time I was thinking, holy shit, my dad owns a 35 Remington. Well, basically he threatened to kill me. Uh, you know what I mean? I'll put a uh, 35 Remington right through this fucking windshield, you know? That's pretty fucked up. So I told my dad about it. I went home because I was pretty shook up. Yeah, not not dude, that night. Like up. a couple days later, I was like, oh, like fucking, you know. And I'm not going to say his name. He's a well-respected guy. Everybody likes him. My dad's actually friends with him. He's actually done work for me before in, at the main house. And I, I like him. So I told my dad about it. My dad got pissed. My, my, my dad, my dad usually carries around a thirty-eight stub nose on his side. He goes, "Yeah, well, he'll be eating a thirty-eight fucking stub. You know, he'll be eating a thirty-five fucking rem, uh, thirty-five uh, slug or whatever. You know what I mean?" So I told my dad about it, and a bunch of time passed, like weeks passed. I was still living back there, and I remember I was on the bulldozer. My dad owned a bulldozer, and I was grading the yard in the in the in the uh, my my dad's gas station, his business back there. And the cop, the state trooper that I had the issue with, who lived mm-hmm. like 1,500 yards away, pulled in to gas up. And my dad was outside like talking to me about, you know, grade this, fill that pole hole in. And I said, there he is right there. And my dad said, I'm going to talk to him. My fucking dad marched over, pulled the passenger side door over. And they were friends and got in and sat in that cop car for about, I don't know, half hour maybe and i'm like i'm like grading the yard with this bulldozer and i keep like, looking right? over like <laughs> i'm like i'm thinking i'm gonna get in more trouble because you know my dad got out and said i took care of it you know what i mean i took care of it and that's all he ever said yeah. so i don't know what he said that's i don't cool. know what happened but so that was run one run in with a cop who basically said i'll fucking kill you if you ever fuck with me again wasn't the end of the world no i'm not comparing it to some of the heinous shit that ever happened and then i can think of a number of stories but one that sticks out in my head is when i moved to jersey 
I went for a ride. Um, I think I went to New York City, actually, to be honest with you. I went to New York City. I think I went to meet somebody, had a drink or had you know some food, whatever. I came back, and at the time I was living with my buddy Mike in Whiting, um, which is the middle of nowhere. As you know, Whiting's like in the middle of nowhere. And it was like 2 in the morning, bro, and I was getting home, and I was so fucking tired. And I had a backpack on, and it was cold. I remember it was cold. I think it was the fall, and I just wanted to get home. And I was like a mile away from my house. And it was really late at night. It was like 1, 2 in the morning. And when you go down to this little development, you make a hard left <coughs> off a of main road and then a hard right, and it kind of goes to a little side road. And it's a, it's like a 35-mile-an-hour speed limit, and it's like a double yellow line. Well, I had a car in front of me at the light. It was like an older lady, you know, and I was so fucking cold. I just wanted to get home. She made a life left, and I, I did not think she was going to make a right to go into the same development I was, and she did. She makes a left and a right. So I'm like, fuck. I just winged out around her. I just went, Whoop, you know, and I wasn't even like, Wah! you know, yeah, I just, yeah. I just Whoop, went around her and I look behind me and I see these fucking lights coming. This cop was sitting at a at a baseball fucking, um, you know, like a, yeah. a baseball stadium behind, not stadium, baseball park, park yeah. behind me. And he pulls out and he fucking flies out past that car and pulls me over. I got a backpack on, a helmet on, and it's two cops. One is a rookie cop that's driving, that's like training under the guy that's mm-hmm. on the fucking passenger side. And he gets out, and he's got his hand on his gun. And he's like, shut the bike off, get off the bike, get off the bike, right? And I'm like, what the fuck did I do, right? So the other cop gets out, and I'm like kind of going slow because I'm like, I'm a half a mile away from my house, right? So the other cop gets out, and he actually pulls his gun out, right? What? So he doesn't point it at me. He's kind of got it like this, right? So I'm like, what the fuck did I? I what policeman? He's Lakehurst or, or White? I don't want to say. I don't want to yeah. say because I got friends that work on the fours. I don't want to. And it was many years ago. This yeah. is like when you know I lived with Mike when I first moved here. But um, so in my head, I'm thinking, what the fuck? But again, I'm a young, impressionable kid that doesn't have the voice to speak up. Now I'd say, get the fucking gun back in your holster. What am I reaching for? Yeah, the yeah. fuck am I doing? Yeah, riding yeah. a motorcycle and I pulled over for you. I could have fucking smoked you. You know. But now, back then, I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what the fuck did I do, you know? So I, I pull, they tell me to take the keys out of the ignition, the whole nine yards, and then ask me for my license. Now they've holstered the guns and everything's fucking sort of calm. They ask me, um, you know, to lean up against the bike, fucking, you know, I do, I do everything I'm told to do. And then they say, what's in your backpack? And I said, nothing. Like, there's a, like a sweatshirt in there. That's it. Like we we need to search your backpack, and they take my backpack, search the whole fucking thing. They asked you that you t- you gave it to them. I yeah, yeah, yeah. consented because I I I didn't know, but yeah. they're like they're basically like you know Bullying. you got you got shit in your backpack, yeah. you know. I didn't have anything in there. I was no drugs, no nothing in there. But they took my backpack. I said I didn't want them to take it. But again, this is the difference between being young and naive. Now I would say, why? What the fuck? Yeah. What do I do? I mean, I generally comply, and I generally. But if you're a dick and you're you're pulling your gun out because you pulled me over on a bike, and I pulled over for you when I could have easily outran you. Like you're just an asshole, you know. In my yeah, opinion, yeah, so that's a little much. Yeah, I'm sure there's lots of cops out there that uh, not lots. I mean, there's a few cops out there that just like to flex their muscles from time to time. Yeah. Or maybe you know, hey, maybe a cops having a bad day. You caught them on a bad day. I my my thing is I, whenever I get pulled over, I'm like, yes sir, no sir. I try Same. to be nice, Same. and that's it. And, and honestly, for the most part, they're cool back. 90, Every once in a while, you'll get a fucking day. 95% of my experiences with cops have been nothing but respectful because I'm respectful to them. But yeah, those agree, are two examples where I don't think I did anything wrong and I was treated like a fucking asshole and one basically said, I'm going to shoot you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. Um, if you ever do it again. I think it's always, it's, it's killing with kindness. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. No, sir. Oh, yeah. Roll yeah. your windows down. Yeah. Turn your radio off. Yeah, windows yeah. down, radios up, hands on the wheel, all I, that stuff. I man. agree. I agree. I agree. 100%. Could yeah. avoid some issues. I think respect gets respect, but I don't think I did anything disrespectful in those two opinions. Now, the first guy in Maine thought that I was doing it to piss him off. In, yeah, yeah. I guess in his defense, I, I truly, truly wasn't. I was sitting in my dad's fucking business. Like, he owned it. He owned the yeah, property. It was right. private property. You know, so. Anyway, you don't have any? You don't, you got nothing? Uh, how about this? I, I may have told a story in college. I was in college with me and my, my, my teammates, 25 pound rope in the, the girls' floor. Right? Now, you weren't allowed to be on the girls' floor past 11 o'clock. It's like, oh, is that how it was? Yeah. Really? So we're on the girls' floor, we're hanging out with some girls, we're drinking beers in the room, whatever. And I had to piss, and I didn't want to, like, you know, keep going in the hallway because you get caught. Right. So I was pissing in the cup. Pissing in the cup, I fucking pour it out the window. I pour it out the window, I pour it on fuck. There's there's cops out there, and I fucking poured it on them. No! <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit! I threw it on some... They were, like, security. They oh, campus yeah, police. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, fuck, the cops come. So I told my boy, like, hey, let's go, let's go. I should have, like a dummy, I should have just stayed in the room. And then the guy didn't know where the fucking piss came right, from, right, right, right. you know? Um, so we're, I'm hustling down, trying to get to our room. I'm down the steps. I, I, we're, like, so I, was on, I lived on the second floor. We're on like the sixth floor. We're going down. On the fourth or fifth floor, I see the cops. Coming we see, up. We see them like in the, you know, in the stairwell window. I'm like, they're here. Let's go. Let's go. Fucking. I run. I get into my room. Boom. I'm, my roommate's sleeping. And I told my roommate, someone comes look for me. Tell him I'm sleeping. So then the other dude I was with, fucking, must have been a little out of shape or something. So he got caught, right? <laughs> he got fucking caught by the cops. So next thing you know, I'm fucking in bed. I hear don't 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 knock on my door. I'm like, go get it, get the door. Murray gets up, I was like, hey, hello, uh, can I help you? He's like, yeah, is Frankie here? He's like, yeah, he's sleeping. He's like, I need I need to talk to him. So I get up, I'm like, oh, I'm like hello, hello. You're trying to act like I'm sleeping. <laughs> the guy's like, uh, Pete told us everything, man. You're coming with us. He told us everything. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, dude, this dude fucking just ratted me out. <laughs> Pete, you suck, bro. He's a cop now. He's a cop now. He's a cop now. You know why? You know why he's a cop now? Because that ain't on his record. Because <laughs> yeah. he ratted you out. <laughs> so, dude, I go there. He's like, the guy, the first thing the cop asked me, he's like, do you have AIDS? I'm like, what? Do I have AIDS? What? Because because he got piss on him. I think. Oh uh, yeah, but you can't. I know you fucking idiot, piss. dude. Come on, these cops. Wow. So you know, they they weren't that bad with me. I was just, I was being cool with them. They're like, and I really wasn't drunk at all. I had a couple drinks, but I wasn't drunk. You know, I'm from, I'm from Jersey, man. You go, cops fuck with you. You tell them, yeah, I had a couple of drinks. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't say nothing. Yeah, yeah. They're I'm like, did you have any drinks? I'm like, yeah, I had a beer. I had a beer, you know, but I'm not, you know. Okay, gave me underage drinking. No. Guess what I blew? Guess what I blew? I blew nothing, and I still got underage drinking. Like because the guy admitted, admitted, yeah. I admitted I had a fucking yep. beer. Yep. So what they did is they lawyer issued. Lawyer up, bro. Yeah, lawyer up. They, Always well, lawyer up. Well, this is college shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. They, they issued me a, a Pennsylvania state license and took it away. No. Yeah. I got a disorderly conduct underage drinking. They issued me a Pennsylvania. I'm like. Uh, Wait, so they sort of did you a favor? No, no, they're just fucking. What do you mean? Issued you a? They issued me a Pennsylvania state license, license, driver's license, driver's license, okay, and took it away. How can they issue one I without have, you listen, going there to get it? I have no idea, but they did. But I was like, I have my New Jersey license, so I can still drive. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, but I had to do. I had to do like community service. I had to go to like fucking his classes. I feel ridiculous. like a lot of those college charges are pretty petty, but yeah, that's that's a decent story. That's a decent story. 
um, something that, that sparked my brain a little bit, like the story, something uh, maybe you can relate to. You ever been put between two friends? Ever been put in, uh, you know, like two friends are beefing and you're in the middle? Not really. Not really, no. Really? Mm-mm. So uh, I was uh, I was at work the other day, a couple days ago, and I uh, thought this would be something interesting to talk about. I thought you could relate, but thanks for bringing absolutely nothing to the table, Frankie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, and I saw Aunt Scarzone, which is the youngest Scarzone yeah. brother, right? Mm-hmm. Is, um, obviously, Wooza is the yep. oldest, good friends with the Woods, love Woods. Yep. Um, Nick, middle one, mm-hmm. and then Aunt's the youngest. Aunt actually trained with us for yeah, a yeah, yeah. short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, he, can't, he got out of his truck. He works for Earl, right? Earl Paving. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, he got out of the truck. He's like, yo, what's up, man? I almost didn't recognize him at first. He looked a lot different, but he's got a girl now. I think he's married, no children, but... And the fucking scar zones make kids like crazy. I think yeah, oh, I think Woz has got like forty two five kids, got or like forty two right? kids yeah. over there or something. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we were bullshitting a little bit. I always always have had nothing but respect for the car zone, scar zones. They've always been like super cool with me. All three brothers, um, they got a little re- reputation. They're scrappers, right? Yeah. Well, they my best friend back in the day, who no longer with us. Rest in peace, Bobby, who uh, who I love. I just recently visited his grave in North Carolina. Uh, passed away in 2007. Um, they had beef. Started with started. I remember. S- yeah, they had mm-hmm. beef, man. And I didn't know what to do because I'm friends with both. And um, I was I was like, let me ask Frankie. He's ever been put in a position like that because they wanted to kill each other. They literally. I think I remember fucking, some, some they shit going down. I I, I, was, I was there the second it started, pretty much till the second. I think you should let you should have let him shot the one. Well. So, uh, let me tell you the story because it's an, I think it's an interesting story. Maybe people can relate, and it's weird to be the guy put in the middle, right? So, um, Bobby uh, was was my best friend for years and years and years and years and years. We we actually bought our houses. His house was right behind my house. We bought our houses within a, within a, within a week of each other because we were pretty much inseparable. Nobody was ever like, "Where's Roger?" or "Where's Bobby?" It was always like, "Where's Roger and Bobby?" You know. So we did everything together. He was one of the first people I met when I moved to Jersey. Great guy, bodybuilder, like fucking monster dude. Never drank, never, till the end. Then he started fucking, then Bobby became a completely different person. But long story short, his issue with the scar zones, here's how it started. One night, you might have even been there, because I met you, the first time I ever met you in my life was at Sawmill, ever. Mm. And you know who introduced me to you? Was it? Okay, yeah, I think I remember. Was it introduced me to you? So and it was around this time, you know, Bobby died in two thousand and seven. So this this had to be at least a few years before this, right? And what and what brought this all back to life was running into Aunt the other day. I'd kind of sort of forgotten this story, but um, we were at Sawmill. Bobby and I were there together, and uh, Bobby was out on the dance floor, and I was up at the bar. And I don't know what happened. I don't know the exact details of it, but Nick. From the story I'm told, and I could be wrong, punch Bobby. The story Bobby says is that Nick put on brass knuckles and punched him and knocked Bobby out. And Bobby's not a bitch. Bobby's a tough kid, tough kid. Bobby swears he put on brass knuckles and made it unfair and snuck him and knocked him out. That's Bobby's version. Uh, you know, Nick's version is that he, he cleaned him and cleaned his clock, right? So... uh Bobby immediately the next day, Bobby's not the type of guy that lets shit go, right? Bobby's Bobby's going to even the score, right? So the next day, he comes to my house, and I knew basically what happened. But by the time I got down there to help Bobby, 
it was it was already over. They were already escorting everybody out. I left. We all went home. I think Bobby that night was demanding that, but his girl at the time he was with this girl Monica calmed him down, and you know he kind of let it go till the next day. Well, the next day, bright and early, he's at my house demanding answers and who did what, right? And I all I knew was that that um, Nick had punched him. That's mm-hmm. all I knew. So I, I think that's all I told him was like, listen, Nick Nick Scarzone fucking punched you. I don't know what the beef was. I don't know what happened. And Nick and I were were tight, but not as tight as me and Wizza. Wizza and I were always like really cool. I still love Wizza to this day. You know, I I Wizza's married to Melody, mm-hmm. and I dated Melissa for a while. Melody's sister. Right. You know what I mean? I, I don't have a bad word to say about Melissa. Melissa's a good girl. She's always done me solid. So anyway, long story short, um, he's demanding answers and basically asking me in the in the in the most roundabout to team up with him and fuck some motherfuckers up, right? Meaning the scar zones, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, I, I, they've never been anything but good to me. I'm boys with woods. Like I, I don't, Bobby. I really don't want to get involved in this. Well, he took umbrage to that. He didn't like that. I, I didn't want to wage war with him. But Bobby had brass nuts. He truly did. He had brass balls on him. He somehow starts tracking people down and gets Wooza's work address, right? So at the time, Wooza. Is and Wooza's not even the one that punched him. Wooza's the oldest brother. Yeah, Wooza is doing like mortgages, right, yeah, at a yeah. bank, mm-hmm. right? Well, fucking Bobby marches into a bank, this bank, whatever. Let's say it's TD Bank. Marches in there and says, "I need to speak to Wooza Scarzone about a loan," right? So they point him in the direction of, and he walks right in there, fucking shuts the door, and sits down and says, "Yo, we're gonna fight." <laughs> you know what I mean? Bobby had some brass nuts. He would fight anybody, right? And he he held grudges, so um. Wizza's basically like, you know, basically, Wizza ain't no bitch either, right? No, so no, Wizza's no, no. basically like, look, it ain't going to happen here, motherfucker, but it can happen, right? Yeah, yeah. So then this personal fucking family war starts, right? Because, you know, Bobby's got a little brother, Johnny. Johnny's always going to be, you know, Bobby's team or whatever. And um, at the time, I had a roommate. Uh, I won't say his name. But Bobby was friends with my roommate because my roommate would do some 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 outlandish shit that maybe other people wouldn't do. So I think how it started, from from what I know, and I think I have this accurate, is that Bobby figured out it wasn't it wasn't um, you know uh, it was Nick that did it. It wasn't Wuzza. So he figured it out. He got like the story straight. Figured it out because you got to remember he was sleeping in the middle of the dance floor. Which the part that killed Bobby was the embarrassment factor, which would yeah. be what killed me too, right? He got snuck, he got fucking slapped, and he was laying in the middle of the dance floor slapped. And he wasn't going to let that slide. He was going to even the score, even if nobody knew about it but him. He was going to even that score. He wanted a, a one-up, right? So he figures out that it's not Wuzza, that it was Wuzza's younger brother, right, Nick. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I got this story right. He recruits my old roommate to go, and they don't live that far apart, to go to Nick's and fucking throw a big, huge log through the pitcher window, right? I don't think Bobby actually did it. I think it was my old roommate that did it. And um, they drive over there, and, well, fucking Nick runs out of the house and catches, like, the ass end of the vehicle that did it and and knows, you know, because they don't live that far. Everybody knows everybody, right? And I think a couple of people got some glass cuts on their arms. Nothing crazy. Nobody was, like, bleeding profusely, but he's got this huge smashed-out window. So Nick calls Woods. You know, that family is tight. They drive to Bobby's house that lives right behind me, right behind me, like fucking, you know, 250 feet behind me, and they show up with baseball bats and just start blowing every window out of his house. Like every fucking window. They blew every window out of his house with baseball bats. 
They claim Bobby came to the door with a gun and was flashing a gun. I, I, I happen to know it was a paintball gun. It wasn't a real gun. Bobby didn't own a real gun. It was a paintball gun. But they thought it was a real gun. And then now shit is just escalated even fucking more. Well, then Bobby comes to my house and gets fucking, you know, gets gets pissed and is like, you need to fucking recruit up with me and let's go fuck some people up. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Bobby, I can't I can't do that. You put me in an odd position. I understand what happened. I feel bad for you. I understand, you know, throwing shit through windows and them smashing up. Literally, the guy didn't have a fucking window in his house. Not one fucking window. Right. So now he's he's basically imploring me to get involved and take his side. And I'm I'm saying it's a hard position to put me in, Bobby. I really can't do that. Well, Bobby and I basically then he started Melissa and I had a little falling out. He started talking to Melissa. He started hanging out with Melissa a little bit. I feel like she was doing it just to piss me off. And anyway, long story short, we basically stopped talking. We never had beef. We never went to war. We never we had to stop talking. And um him I don't think it ever went further than that with you know, um, Nick, and, and and I don't think anything else ever happened, but in that time, he died. He overdosed. The kid that never drank and never did drugs overdosed and died. Wow. And I always, you know, uh, I always felt horrible the way our relationship ended because he really wasn't talking to me because he was hurt that I wouldn't fucking go fuck people up. But, you know, I think it's a, it's a good story because I think a lot of people probably can relate to something like that. You ever been put in the middle of two people beefing because you won't pick a side? Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit, not 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 like, fina- no finality on it, but like mm-hmm. maybe in the meantime, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I may have. <laughs> those stories sound pretty familiar. Yeah, yeah. You know those stories? <laughs> I know those stories. Really? Was, was the scars always trying to get you like to? <laughs> I, I do it. I may have been involved in some of that stuff. I don't know. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> I, don't, I remember one night with some you... windows. I don't know. Oh no, really? I don't think I was there. I don't remember bringing bats and stuff to. Really? I, I don't know. Uh, well, again, you had to remember because I'm friends with both, so I'm getting on both sides. So, like after that night happened, you know, um, Woods is telling me, "Yo, he pulled the fucking gun. The guy pulled the fucking gun." You know, like, yeah. and Bobby's telling me it was a fucking paintball gun. So I'm getting like both sides. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you, you think you might have been wrapped up in that shit, dude? I just remember when that shit went down. Yeah, I yeah, when that shit yeah, went yeah. down. Yeah. Wait, remember when it went down, or we're there? Ah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen. I'm not saying you couldn't have been, and it's so far removed. And I love Bobby, and I've visited his grave lately, and he is my brother, and I love him. And it was such an odd position to be put in. Really was, truly was. But I'm not a guy that lives with you know. I you know I. You can only live with so much guilt over shit. Otherwise, you just start ruining shit. I put yeah. that shit to bed. I live with it. But if you were there. I don't think you could have been, and here's why, because it happened so fast. From the time that he threw, and you don't live that far away, so I guess technically maybe, but from the time Bobby, it wasn't even Bobby, it was the time the other kid threw the fucking thing through the window, it was like no, minutes. No, no. Bro, Not before. for that thing, maybe the other thing. What's the other? Oh, insult? The retaliation, maybe. Wait, what was the retaliation? Didn't they retaliate? Right, but I'm saying, what I'm saying is from the time that Bobby through it wasn't Bobby. It was the other okay, kid yeah. that threw the log through well, the fucking re- window. They were night? at his house like within fucking minutes, Yo. bro. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I remember getting calls. Well, I'm know? saying why can't you talk about it? What is the whole thing? Because I don't really remember that. I, okay. I, I, I know I didn't I didn't break that, nobody. I know I know listen. Bobby's gone. You're not no, gonna no, bother no, me. No, no, I don't know. I'm not bothering nobody. I'm saying I, I didn't break any windows. Okay. But I believe I was there. All right, my I said my memory's fucking kinda shot. 
He lives right behind my house. But I remember, like, you know, me, Kurt, and stuff, getting calls from, from Woods. Oh, I believe like, you would have got a call, yeah. but it happened so quick. Maybe maybe you just flew there. You could have. I think we were, like, coming home from Sawmill uh, okay. or something like okay. that. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Well, maybe it was the same night I met you then, bro. That's possible. Yeah. Could have been the same night I met you. Maybe, yeah. Because Wooza is the guy that introduced me to you. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. He's the guy. He's also the guy that introduced me to Jesse. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. I got a lot of respect for Wooza, which which is why it put me in such a. Because here's my best friend and a good friend, right? Like that that are beefing and like want to kill each other. And Wooza never asked me to get involved. He never never said fucking you know. uh, Bobby did. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know what to do. I, I, I knew Bobby was a big boy, and if Woods and Bobby fight, Bobby had a good chance. You know, not yeah. Woods is a b- bitch, but it, the crazy part is it wasn't even Woods that punched him. It was, it was, Nick, yeah. it was Nick. <laughs> you know, it's a crazy story. Well, so there you go anyway, yep, that was uh, that was the crazy days back back in the Melissa days. Me, me and Melissa actually came to a fight in California once. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Bocheck, yeah. Bocheck, yeah. yeah, you fought Bocheck, yeah. Good times, man. Shit. Yeah. Yep, crazy, crazy. Well, oh man, Raj. All right, another one in the book, Frank. Another one in the book, buddy. Go ahead, do your do your rollout. Do your rollout. Peace and elbow grease. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for uh, watching, hanging. We're gonna get some guests in here now, right? Let's get so some guests. I I think that there's a way to do it. For all you people freaking out, swearing that we're trying to kill your grandparents, we're not. There's a way to do it where we can strategically put at least one guest in this room to stay social distancing enough apart. So we're going to get guests in here next week, we hope. And uh, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you listening. Champ of the Tramp. Appreciate the support. Yes, Share, sir. like, subscribe. Um, check us out on YouTube. You can get a you know an in-look, uh, studio look. Um, check out our, uh, our new uh, Matthews Edgar Champ of the Tramp's uh, surfboard up there if you can see it. Ted Cruz Matthew. Edgar Matthews. Whatever. I don't think it matters. I said Frank. Edgar's, Edgar's Matthews. Edgar's, yeah, he can't even pronounce his own name. We drink a lot of whiskey down here, folks. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All, All right. right. Out. Champ of the Tramp out.